0: what is the difference between Troy Jones today and Troy Jones 10 years ago?
1: Respectfully, I can give a fuck about what anybody thinks. And I really mean that. Cope, I know you, I've known you for years, since we were, what, yeah, like, but I don't know everything that you you dealt with and vice versa, right? So it's like, unless I had that context, what would I look like judging the next person for a decision they make. That's my approach. And I don't feel like I gotta appease the next person.
2: Stack my money up, like Lego In the scoot, scoot, scoot. Yeah. In the all right guys thanks for joining us again we're sitting here with troy jones co-founder of status pro and guess what without further ado we're gonna get right back into the conversation all
0: right so like when you talk about this experience this experience is ridiculous right like one i played the game myself disclaimer as i mentioned i am the first investor so you know don't be trying to sue me <laughs> if you play the game you run into your wall and stuff like that but this game will literally like have your adrenaline rushing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can speak to that. We went and did the media day, Ross, and I'm talking about we had, you know, middle-aged people, right? I'm not even going to disclose races and genders and all of that stuff, but, like, people who ain't ever played football, ain't ever touched the football, hmm. right? Literally trying to juke people out, like, headset on, got to grab them, like, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, chill. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I, I ended up, I remember... uh w- w- during one uh, simulation, I threw a touchdown pass, and we got our boy Zach there who decides to, like, jump into me, like, celebrating with me. I don't see nothing. So I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'm thinking the holograms. I'm like, this joint guy got real. Oh, sh-. I'm like, oh, we going to take this off. Right? But, like, I'm telling you, like, when you talk about an experience, you know, from start to finish, like... It's the closest thing you can get. That's why I invested. It's the closest thing you can get to actually playing on Sundays. And again, the sky is just the limit. But transitioning a little bit because, you know, we talked about venture capital and raising money. And so uh candidly, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are interested in raising money and funding their ideas, right? Their dreams, their visions. So I want to talk about that experience.
2: All right, I'm sorry for interrupting, but look, I need you to follow and subscribe and share this with everybody so we can keep this whole money, music, culture thing going.
0: Before we talk about that experience, though, I got to know one thing: when you do walk into these venture capital firms, uh, or well, not in venture capital firms, when you do walk in and pitch and, and try to raise money, do you tuck your chain or you keep your joint
1: <laughs> hanging? Nah, I'm messing with you. Mama gave me this <laughs> chain. <bro. laughs> And it, this this the baby one, Cope, I wore for you, man. Just to
0: say. He, he ain't trying to stun on us on, on, on WMC. He won financial work y'all, Look, literary. I know y'all be bashing oh,
1: people up. who like who like the jewelry and the chains. And stuff. Not so, even. So we we subtle, enjoy like, the nah, jewelry. You can run a business and, and have, and have, listen, and have listen, it on. So. Listen,
0: we are equal, equal opportunity I want to get right? Right? <laughs> nah, <laughs> in, in all seriousness, right? when
2: just, <laughs> Money ain't like, long enough.
0: When, when, when you are walking into these mm-hmm. uh, rooms to try to raise money, What are some of the things that you would make sure you have buttoned up, make sure you can answer before walking in these rooms to make sure that these investors take you seriously and your idea seriously? Right.
1: I want to come back to the chain in the room thing, because I actually think we should touch on that for sure. Um, But again, mentally preparing yourself for someone to poke holes and everything and what you spend countless of hours on. Right. And it's like the number one thing that has to has to leave really is is the pride and the ego um and you can't take anything personally because again it's their job to to protect their money or whoever's money they're investing and um you got to be able to separate that because if you don't you're going to get eaten alive that's number one so like even outside of the questions they're going to ask it's like all right am i good am i am i ready to go in and essentially sit across from someone who's going to do nothing but probably tell me why my business is going to fail um and it's very easy to take that personally uh and you know and people putting hours in. So rightfully so you're passionate about it. But I would say that's like the number one thing that before I go into any conversation, especially now, oh, now it's different because you know, we're doing what we're doing, but early on I learned don't take any of this person. Um, cause that'll distract you from receiving the feedback that the person is giving you. Right. Cause you may not be ready. Right. Cause pitching takes reps. I tell all my friends that's getting into getting into, you know, real estate, whether they raise the money to build something or they're trying to build a venture. Um, like, it's going to take reps. Like, you're not going to get an investor to say yes, your first pitch. Like, this is not going to happen. Like, I, I would love, I don't have the stats on that, but everyone I've talked to, and i talked to some pretty successful business people, nobody said, oh, the first time I ever pitched anyone, the person gave me a million dollars. It's just not how it works, mm-hmm. right? So going into it, having your, your, your information buttoned up, knowing what you know and you don't know, right? And knowing that it's okay if you don't know something and if you need to get back to that person on it. Don't feel like you have to ask, give them an answer because they may know an answer and be testing if you're going to try to bullshit them or not. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss here, but um, going there knowing what you know and you don't know is number one. And then um, ultimately just being able to paint the picture for them. That's the number one thing I would say going into any any pitch. It's like, can I tell this story in a way to where it's at least clear what we're trying to do? Like, that's the number one thing. Like, if, if the person can't even say, like, I don't even know what this business is what the problem is what the opportunity is what they're trying to solve like then you don't have a shot so i would say be buttoned up on on your story first because that keeps the person engaged
2: so i got a question about that then because one of the things you said and kind of what made you get interested it was like well you know if a person's injured they get rules where they can only train with a trash can no heartbeat yada yada I feel like venture capitalists probably don't care about that. They might more so care about the gamification of it. Like, okay, this is fucking exactly. Fortnite for on steroids for athletes. Like like do I'm I'm sure you tailoring your shit in a certain way or like what's the mm-hmm. biggest selling point, would you say?
1: So that's where the, like the reps come mm-hmm. in. Because to your point, you gotta know your audience and know where to sway the story depending on you know, who it is. I can say this, like, you know, the the Wolf family, the owners of the Vikings are invested through through Wise Ventures, their venture fund. They cared about the training product, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it directly impacted their Makes team sense. and they wanted that alignment and something that they've invested. Whereas though, candidly, Graycroft or somebody probably could care less about that and wants to focus on the game because they care about the consumer and, and the thing that will make more money, right? So, so, you know, for me, it's no wonder who the audience is and then to your point, Ross, like, knowing what they'll care about and making sure I'm focusing on that, right? If it's, if it's someone that's just, they want to make money, it's like, yo, look at the gaming industry and look at how much my makes each year and look at how exclusive sports games are. We have the ability to leverage the NFL, which is a cash cow and build out this new market. What better sport to lead that emerging category and we're the only company in the world that can do it. Like, that's the things people are going to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I can see that opportunity, you because you can't say the NFL don't make money. You can't say gaming ain't a big industry. You know what I mean? Like so, I'm a lim- I'm essentially painting it so you can clearly see that the opportunity is that's there. Awesome, bro. Um, and that's and that's always how I try to frame it up. So it's like you can't deny the opportunity. You understand what we're doing, and that typically work. I mean, it, it works obviously, um, but it took time to get to that point. Well,
2: I'm gonna need the Vikings to tell mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins' ass mm-hmm. to use it because. This past game, my boy didn't look too good. Hey
1: man, they like they like eight and two right now. That boy, two, they I'm talking about they, fantasy they football. That's
2: all I care about. That boy had negative <laughs> four points, a negative <-4. laughs> <laughs> four. Uh, but no, that, that
0: that's that crazy. Hey, you 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 mentioned the chain you mentioned you wanted to talk about the change. So let, let's yeah. talk about
1: that. Let me pull yeah. mine out. Bro. So uh, <laughs> I see it. I got to squint a little bit, but, uh, nah, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's it's no, I mean, I think, so this, this this whole idea of like, this is something I'm passionate about too, because candidly, I didn't go to Penn. I didn't go to Harvard. I was a football player first. Then I went to a prep school, then Maryland and transferred, then went Juco, then, then Western. And because I transferred, I had to basically, you know, had to major in like, adrenal studies with an emphasis on sports management. And then obviously I went back to get my MBA and stuff, but the whole point is my path is very unconventional. And I think, you know, it took me a while to realize that yeah, you shouldn't go into a meeting if you're raising a seed round with a fifty thousand dollar chain on. It's not a good look. However, you should come as you are, because people nowadays crave authenticity. And I think where we often get in trouble is trying to be something that we're not. And that was a battle that I had my whole life because I played quarterback but I was from Baltimore. like I grew up with teenage parent, so my life has been very much uh, – I've seen a lot. I've seen both sides of each spectrum. You know what I'm saying? I, from the way I grew up to getting a scholarship to St. Paul's, which exposed me to a lot of different things I've never seen before in my life to now being in a position I'm in now, like I've just seen so much. So in that, in that spectrum, I'm trying to figure out who really – who is Troy or what do I need to be to achieve the things that I want to achieve? And it wasn't until – within the, this journey that I realized like, yo, be who you are. And if you are the best version of yourself, that's, what's going to accelerate you. That's what people are going to relate to. That's what's going to lead you down a path to success. Um, so while I don't recommend people, like I said, you got to know time and place of certain things. I do think that the more that you, you know, you, 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 can you validate, you kind of earn the respect and show that nice. you, you belong, you can get away with doing what you want. To be honest, me and Hawk now. Yeah, we do walk in certain meetings with, with our jewelry on and, and doing our thing, um, depending just where we're at. Like if it's a business thing, we gotta wear a suit, we won't, but nine times out of 10, we showing up the way that we are. Like we were in, in the owner's box last year, Super Bowl with our chains on. Like that's 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 just, but we've earned that. You know what I mean? Like we've, we're in a position where we can do that. My coach used to always tell me, earn the right to be treated differently. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's something that applies to every area of life. And I think because we've literally done what hasn't been done before, like where I don't have to think about do I need to show my tattoos, do I need to tuck my chain? It's like, no, I'm gonna be Troy, cause I know my stuff. I've proven who I am and I'm comfortable in my own skin. If I was trying to be the kid that went to Harvard, that's had a 4.0 his whole life, they're gonna they're gonna see right through that because that's just not who I am. You know what I mean? So so that's my piece of advice. So again, it's nuance for sure. Wearing jewelry, showing tattoos, it's certainly nuance. I'm not gonna sit here and cap and say it's not, but as you continue to just learn who you are just being yourself, you'll know when the time is right to like, all right, I can I can kind of do my thing and I'm good. You know what I mean? Versus like, I'm coming in asking them for something. So yes, I do need to take in consideration what they might say if I need, if I'm asking this person to give me $20 million. Like I'm telling them to give me something that they'd have no obligation to give me. So I don't want to give them any reason to think that I am wouldn't take this money and do what I'm saying I'm going to do, right? And I think that's just time and place and understanding the situation that you're in.
2: Bro, that's the truest shit I ever heard, bro. Earn the right to be treated differently. I just went back mm-hmm. to my, I just yeah, went bro. back nah, to a... Stanley like two, three weeks ago with a suit and Jordans on. Like, then I had a different pep in my step, a different whole demeanor swag when I visited people I used to work for. You know what I mean? I'm talking different. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's crazy dope. I love that. I love the way you see it. <laughs>
1: yeah, even at meetings, right? Like, I promise you if somebody sat in my board meetings they'd be like oh oh they oh they really be Hawk <laughs> and, really and Troy like Cope <laughs> Cope said that like Cope said that when he came to our media day he's like yo the dopest thing and this meant a lot to me Cope I don't think I told you but like it meant a lot for you to say like yo the dopest thing about this is y'all showing up as y'all like you and Hawk are very much like Troy and Hawk y'all building this not only an innovative company that's doing all the things you're doing but no matter if it's meta in the room the NFL like Y'all, Hawk, and Troy. And to me, that's so dope because our people always feel like we got to, again, you got to play the game depending on, you know, leverage. Life is all about leverage in every situation. But it's like, to be able to do this and be in us, I think that means so much more than than having to be the person who has to over-index or try to be something that they not. Um, And I just meant a lot for you to see that because you hadn't been around us in a minute. You hadn't been in our environment for a minute. And for that to be one of the first things you picked up, that made me know, that lets me know, and Hawk as well, like, oh, we're doing this the right way. And that's, and that's ultimately what I want. Because that's just going to make people feel like they can do it, too. Because if we go in Baltimore Hawk and we're doing to give, you know, all the toy drives and all the stuff that we do with your foundation, and they don't feel like they can relate to us, how much of an impact are we really making? Because they're going to be like, oh, well, I ain't smart enough to go to, to Penn. Like, I didn't do that. I didn't go to, like, right. they're not going to look at you as somebody who's relatable. You're like a superhero in that way. Mm, I yeah. just want people to feel like, yo, like, we're all the same. I like jewelry, too. Like, I like... Like you know, what I mean, like, but I, I'm just responsible. I was want to say before I would buy anything <laughs> you or you do Can afford the outside. jewelry. Yeah. So. Well, I think that that's that's the
0: major thing. One, you said your foundation is our foundation. Troy is a board member on Beyond the Basics Inc. So you know, go ahead, shameless plug. We, Ross, we talk about the foundation all the time and how we be be helping in the community because it's important to us. But I, I think that you know. The, the biggest thing like you said is like I want to make sure it doesn't go over people's head because you mentioned it multiple times and Ross you mentioned it as well too in your own way like it, it's nuance it's playing the game it's understanding how to move and shake in different rooms and we've Ross and I've talked about it here on the show as well too right like j cole you know that's my favorite rapper either you play the game or watch the game play you and be the broke motherfucker talking about i stay true right like you said you're walking into a room you're asking somebody for 20 million to support your dream and so it's just making sure that you have a consciousness of like all right who is my audience right you ain't gotta go in there change your voice and, and talk different all that stuff right like and and if that's what you do i'm not even judging because like when i saw dion call out uh that reporter on uh national tv again i black reporter on national tv again i love Dion. i love what he's doing jackson state i appreciate what he's doing my thing is my my opinion is is you you handle that off off camera with him you know that that would be the way i would handle it because now i'm not going to shit on his work and his job and the way he's handled the business and what he's doing for him and his family but if you're going to address it and be real which is dope i'm gonna handle it off camera right but i think that the more important thing like again you mentioned it's like it's nuanced it's an art And and it's finding the way to be you, but also knowing when, Hey, like I probably shouldn't walk in this room and, and, and be all the way me, right? Like I probably, this is a room I can walk in. This is a conversation. I can run this and I can be all the way me. But like you said, at a certain point, hopefully you earn the right to be treated different and and you can be 100% authentically you, you know, and and live with the, the consequences, good and bad of that. I think that's that's important, right?
1: And then to that point, really quick, everyone has to do that, though, right? Like Mark Cuban, um, you know, Mike Rubin, all the all these different billionaires who you who you kind of see do their own thing and not care what people think is because they don't need anything from anybody. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, the, it's the reality, like, yeah. and and we all striving to get to that point to where, like, independent of what you think of me, I'm good, but the unfortunate reality is for 99% of people that's never going to be the case or isn't the case so it's just being aware of the of the setting and again if i need something from somebody then i got to make sure that i'm i'm going over the list of things that put me in a position to get what i need right yeah. and and sometimes the reality of it is is that may be that people have a perception of a certain thing or a certain way that someone may say, phrase a word, or a certain jewelry that people may wear, and it's like, again, yeah, you gotta ask yourself, all right, just for this meeting, I can put my ego aside to say, all right, well, let me not wear it just because ultimately I just need to get what I, what I'm here for, yeah. and then I can go back to wearing my jewelry the way I want to when, right. when I got what I'm I, what I shit. got, right? Like it's just, it's just the, it's just the truth. So many people get so caught up in the idea of the ideals, right? Like ideally, I can show up and someone to give me twenty million dollars, it don't matter how I talk. It's like that's a. It's, it's a fairy a tale, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Like and if you're still thinking that way, that you're gonna always be limited. You'll never do anything meaningful because you can't do it alone. And you got to know how to how to be nuanced, like we talked about. So a video I saw because
0: it's on the same topic, a video I actually saw this morning. Uh, it was like a, a snippet of Kevin Hart on Drink Champs, and uh, they were they asked him basically like, why don't you smoke weed? right? Like they offered you some weed. Why did not you smoke weed? And he was like, Oh, you know, uh, I forgot. Oh, it's cause I'm a brand, right? Like, and, and that's just not my brand. And like, he literally like went in smooth. He was like, that's just not my brand. A lot of people who smoke weed, they got a little delayed reactions, this, 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 like, and for me, he was like, this is just not me, not my thing. I don't enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. Respect it. Love it. Right. You are, you've built a brand, right? Your company is, is building a brand. You personally are building a brand. So when you, when you, Look at that, right? And we've talked about it as well, too. Um, what do you feel like, I'm going to take this question differently, what do you feel like a person should or cannot do to stifle their brand or stifle their growth, especially in today's age, right? Like, obviously, we know there's certain things you can't talk about. <laughs> We're going to call, call yeah. it spade a spade, right? Like, there are certain things that'll fuck your whole, your whole paycheck up right now right but like what are other things um or anything that you would point out that you like hey like i'm i'm interviewed a lot i'm i got camera in front of my face a lot you got people who are reporting to you as well too right like what things are you conscious of uh when it comes to your brand specifically and what is some advice you would give to a young person who doesn't want to ever
1: stifle their brand it's depending on what industry you're building your brand in first of all right because it's like certain things that marshawn lynch can get away with that i won't Mm. be able to you know what i mean just being real and that's not a slight in any way because i respect the hell out of marshawn but it's just more of just the realities of the situation that we're in or the industry that we're in um but that just comes down to like awareness knowing your audience and then self-awareness to real to try to figure out okay like you know if you're a rapper, you have to have some type, a certain type of image and be viewed a certain type of way. But if you're someone that's trying to be a tech mogul um, and do partnerships with some of the largest companies in the world, you got to be perceived another way. I don't know if I have a specific thing I'm like, stay away from than the obvious stuff. Like, don't be, you know, just the obvious stuff, right? Like, don't say, don't put your business. So actually, I can go a number of ways. Yeah, with I was going to say, what is obvious? Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot
0: of people, we're numb to it, right? right. TikTok, everything. Yeah. You, you got yeah. kids running into fucking walls and groceries. I'm not saying kids. You got yeah. people, grown-ass people doing it for the gram.
1: Like, what is obvious, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So to go back and like,
1: staying away from doing the obvious stuff, the obvious stuff being, again, disrespecting women, disrespecting a specific race or gender, you know, just things that are dehumanizing people or, or can be viewed as a way of harming people. I think, to me, that's that's obvious stuff. Now, the caveat to that, which is probably a prior podcast for a different day, is the nuance of your beliefs, like a Kyrie Irving type situation, again, which is like that's just so many different layers to it and a bunch of people have different opinions, but you got to know where your brand is. Kyrie made his money and can stand tall on on what he wants to represent, knowing that if I lose it all, I'm comfortable with that. Mm. Same with Kat, when he decided to do what he did, regardless of people think it's right or wrong, he decided to take a stand and say, a possibility is me potentially losing all this and I'm good with that. If your brand isn't in that place, you got to Again, it's nuance. You got to figure out where you are in your journey because we, you know, average life is what seventy six years now. We got a long time to a not a long time in the grand scheme, but a decent amount of time to to be everything that you could want to be. It's just a matter of what chapter of life you in, right? Like if you're in a building chapter, it's probably not the time to be a martyr. If you're trying to build, so that when you are a martyr, you can make impact and say what you want without depending on a person, right? So I just think it's it's all. It's all just, it's a timeline. It's based on just what you're in. Like I said, never disrespecting people or, or, or marginalized or targeting a certain group of uh, a person. I think that's obviously a clear no. And then I think just based on your industry, you gotta understand like, you know, that relationships is ultimately how you are gonna get to whatever the end goal is. So don't piss nobody off that you probably need. Unfortunate reality. Like my game, like, you know, I wanna talk about this, but like consumers, they pay $30 to buy it. I open up myself to their their criticism some good some you know some constructive some not but i can't get mad about it because they gave me their money like that's just what comes with with the territory right so i just think it's it's being practical in that way and not trying to have your cake and eat it too um because what i look like Cole, taking 50 dollars from you to tell me don't don't say nothing to me though bro like don't tell me how to spend it <laughs> it's like what you mean i worked hard for this and i'm giving it to you right so it's like that's kind of how I think about all of this, bro. It's like, at the end of the day, I'm asking people to invest in my business. I'm asking people to go buy a game. And as a result, I'm in a different position um, because without them, you know, this whole thing falls apart and my employees don't have a job and our investors <laughs> won't get their money back. And it's just a trickle down effect. And unfortunately I just sit in a seat where I better be conscious of that or my ass will be removed, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause, Cause it's not about me, it's not about Troy. Like how Troy feels doesn't matter. Like I can think one thing, but if it's not what's best for the business, don't I gotta sense. have, I gotta do what's best for the business. Yeah, and that's something that again it takes time, <laughs> and that a lot of people don't realize as they build something, um, it becomes less and less about you the more successful it is. Mm. And I hate to say it, the people that make it about them, you tend to see, you, you tend to see a, the pushback. You know what I mean, or or, uh, you know, or or eventually it's like they're not sustained in their position.
0: You know, I think one of the common threads, as you kind of talked about your journey, sitting here obviously looking at Ross, thinking about myself and my own journey. Uh, you know, if We were actually talking about it a few days ago, I think, or a few weeks ago. Like, five years ago, I couldn't really imagine where I am today now. You know what I'm saying? Like, five years ago, I'm not sure if you could imagine where you are today now. Ten years ago, I damn sure didn't, didn't see this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just with my life, Ross, again, you were hustling on the trading floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if we ever, I don't know if any of us, we always pictured success, like knowing each of us individually, we always pictured success, but I don't know if I could necessarily say, hey, this is exactly what it's going to be. And this is exactly what it's going to look like, right? You've kept, we've all kept an open mind as we continue to elevate and grow, right? But my question to you, and this is for you as well, Ross, uh, but we'll go with Troy first. What is the difference between you, Troy Jones today, and Troy Jones 10 years ago.
1: Hmm. Um, I've said this already, but I'll say it again. Troy Jones today obviously knows who he is mm-hmm. and is like not trying to be what's been projected to, on him and, and what other people think I should be. Like I've actually taken the time to figure out what I want for myself. And in doing that, I'm more confident. Um, I can speak with conviction. I know what my triggers are like, I've, I've, I've just learned myself. Mm. Um, and so when I make certain decisions, I don't have to question them because it's genuinely what I want and not what, you know, my family or my coach or religion, like whatever else, like whatever has been in that pot of things that I was told growing up that, you know, you know, you're kind of like bouncing around until you figure out which door you want to go down. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I just, you know, I just, I just know who I am. Um, and in, and in that process, again, I've learned not to take things personally. I've learned to go after the things I believed in, I believe in. And and that's what ultimately, like I said, even just throughout the entrepreneurial journey, like gotten to this point. I think like 10 years ago, you know, I'm, I'm still playing college ball, chasing this dream of trying to, you know, be the starting quarterback. So I'm trying to appease coaches. I'm trying to do what I think my teammates, I think, is think it's cool so I can be the leader that they like or the quarterback that they like. It's like I'm living for other people. Mm. Um and I and, you know I'm just I'm just beyond that now, bro. Like genuinely. Wow. Like again, respectfully, I can give a fuck about what anybody thinks. And I really mean that. And it took me going through a lot to get to that point. But you know, I have conversations with my dad all the time. And that's the dope thing too about the age us not being that far apart in age because he heard me early. Like, I, I got to pay attention to his challenges as well, and I learned so much in that. And it's like, people are always going to have an opinion no matter what. So it's just like, why worry about it? You know what I mean? Like, I just saw Black Panther, amazing movie. There's people out there that hate it and, talk, and complain. And it's just like, <laughs> people are always going to have something to say no matter what you're doing. So I just learned to, like, not care about it. Yeah. Um, if you're not in my bubble, if you don't have context, that's really what it is. If you don't have context to any decision that I'm making, I truly don't give a fuck about what you think.
2: Mm.
1: You don't know my backstory. You don't know my life. If you don't, which no one really does, right? Cause Cope, I know you, I've known you for years that's since we were, what? Enough. Yeah, like, but I don't know everything that you, you dealt with and vice versa, right? So it's like, unless I had that context, what I look like judging the next person for a decision they make, that's my approach. So that's, I try to give people that grace. And then I also just leverage that to not care about what what people think. And that's the biggest difference between me now and then. I'm not an asshole. I'm not a jerk. It's just that I just don't let what people think bother me anymore. And that's just unlocked a different level for me that, you know, limit my playing career and limit a lot of other stuff that I've done in the past. And then people kind of see success and see me now and how I've grown. And they're like, well, what is the thing? And it's like, it's that. Because it's like if something don't make sense to me, I'm comfortable saying I don't want to do it or I don't care about it. And I don't feel like I got to appease the next person. Mm.
2: It's not much I I can add to it, right? I think 10 years ago, you know, you asked yourself, where were you at? At that time, vast majority of us are just entering our careers. Like you say, we're trying to find ourselves. We're trying to fit into a culture. For me at that moment, it was an all-white male-dominated culture. I was the first black guy on my desk, my trading desk at Morgan Stanley. So me. I'm learning how to walk and talk differently, learning how to carry myself differently. But fast forward to today, Mm -hmm. like you say, I feel as though the work that I've put in up until this point, I have a different outlook on life where I feel as though I deserve to be in any room I'm in and I feel as though I am one of the best at what I do. And as a result, I carry myself that way back then, you know, I was deemed as too confident, right? Any black guy with any realm of swag, they thought I'd be too cocky, right? It was a negative. Now, right, I carry myself confidently, but now it's like, you know, you get credentials, et cetera. But, you know, it, it's really difficult because, like you said, you got to be at a tap dance and play the game in order to get to that next level, though, right? And I, and it's, you know, it's hard to get to a place of validation without, having to play the game beforehand. But once you've played the game, it's kind of like just sports, yeah. right? You're a rookie. You're going to get hazed. But once you get in there and you actually that, you him on the field, then it's like, oh, shit. I mean, you can't haze buddy no more. It's like now it's all about respect, and that's where it's at now. It's like you enjoying you enjoying life. You get a different outlook on it, a different purpose, and you put in your time that you were able to learn from, the, from those – you know whether it was mistakes or growing pains, etc.
1: Even on a on a piece of like people using the term tap dancing and like to your point, cause people think it's like playing the game sometimes is a negative thing. To me, it's a clear difference between the person who's trying to do what they got to do to put themselves in a position that's success to be successful than the person who's like tearing people down and kind of like shaming certain things to try to put themselves to appease a certain group of people to put themselves in a position to to climb, right? So See I guess an example Jackson would be Django. Django, right? Like I guess an example would be like, oh, you know, yeah, Ross Matt got them Jays on, man. Look at him; he think he cool, mm-hmm. bro. Like telling that to you know the white dude that's dressed like the regular, like to me that's like, oh, you exactly. tatted, like, bro, you you clearly like you you clown. Like that's <laughs> that's different from them, you know. Like you, like somebody just dressed, coming up dressed the way everybody else is just because they want, they don't want to bring any extra attention. Like, I think that's okay. You're choosing to not do something that you might want to do because you're just like, I don't want to give anybody an extra reason, but I'm not going to then shame Ross for doing it because he earned the right to do it and I can't yet. So let me point him out to try to make it seem like he doing the most when in reality, I want to do it too. I just can't. (laughs) Right. Like, like that's, that's, yeah, those are two different types of people. So I just tell people, so for anybody watching it, like, again, just don't feel bad about playing the game. Ultimately, you need people to climb. You, you got to you need people to accelerate your growth. So, you know, you are in the right to be treated differently. You just take time.
2: Without a doubt, man. Well, listen, guys, this wraps us on an amazing new episode of Money Music Culture. You already know we had an extremely special guest, man, Troy 2.0. I'll make sure y'all do one thing, man. Before y'all like and subscribe this And share this with all your people Make sure you go buy the game man You already know NFL Pro Era Is probably one of the greatest games out there And it's only gonna continue to get better And I'm saying this right now He ain't pay me to say this So I'm hoping he give a nigga a little equity or something You know what I'm saying But no man make sure y'all like and subscribe Make sure you share this with your auntie, your cousin You know what I mean Anybody else in your family The homies that you play the games with in general Let them really know about this Until next week Let's get it